I'm Christina. And I'm Megan. And this is The Aftermath of Sex. I'm a certified nurse midwife. And I'm a registered nurse. And this is not medical advice. How's it going? It's going good. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. How are you? I'm tired. I know. I'm sorry. Why would you say you're sorry? Do you want to know why I'm sorry in advance? Okay. I have made it through several episodes without crying. You know what? You're right. Oh, and I'm tired today. And that's why you know you're tired? And this is... Well, no. When it's birth adventures and I'm... I'm sorry. Are, Are you, you okay? okay? <laughs> Micaiah just fell off the chair. So if you heard that bang, it was not her head this time. It wasn't, thankfully. But I... I maybe just stay on the floor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she's chuckling, so she's anyway. too funny. So, um, you know, when, I, when I'm particularly exhausted, I cry more easily. Yes. And we're doing birth adventures. Oh, dear. So that's the thing. It's gonna. She's going to cry. I might not. Now that I've mentioned it, I'll make it a, an I attempt know. to not cry. It's not, but I feel like we haven't yeah, done a birth adventure in a little while. So thank yes. you to all of you who sent in your stories. And we have a winner. I, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Okay. For our amazing giveaway. Okay. So keep an eye on social media for that. Oh, are we doing it right now? Yeah. She's like, we have a winner, but we haven't actually <laughs> on the news yet. Um, so I'm like, oh, who is the winner? Okay, so we're going to do it live right now. We'll do it live. Winner, winner, okay. chicken dinner. There is. Micaiah, can you pick a number between 1 and 12? Oh, there we go. That's a good way to do it. Six. Six. Well, this is an anonymous the anonymous vagital submission okay because they are all anonymous so wait no it's not it's it, actually it, it actually says anonymous but this is not the anonymous vagital it is oh wait it, it, it is. is you're right it, Sorry. Okay, it sure is megan's yes. trying to expose you yes i know and it but was i will from, not it was from our last vagital yeah no I think it was. No, we haven't recorded it yet. You haven't even seen it yet. Are you sure? I'm 100% sure. Okay, well, I'm excited about yeah. that. Okay, so you will be notified and receiving so your much. thing. I wish I could tell you who it is, but you'll just have to be waiting. Fun. Just tell us, like, the, or maybe when the we initials? get to it, when we get, no, when we get to the Vagitail, when we do it, let's just identify them as the winner. Here's the winner. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I w- so, will do that. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, very good. okay. Cool. Awesome. So, share your stories. Yeah, share your stories. We we're, we don't have an active giveaway right now, but there will be more in the future. I'm yes. Sure. Yeah. But still, share your stories. Share your stories. Um, they can be tales, birth adventures, anything you want to share. Yeah. Yep. I was thinking that it might be funny to share things that your kids do or say. Oh, that would Wouldn't that be hilarious? Because yeah. we're all like in this world and our kids do crazy things. They do. And so that might be time. fun yeah. to, you know, to yep. throw that in there. I don't know. Just food for thought. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. We like stories. 
Okay, okay. well, Megan's getting us started. I'm going to start. So this first story is from Francine. Now, if you remember way back to Birth Adventures 1, it was quite a tale. It had something to do with a dog chasing after her. And she's trying to... And she's trying to get... While panting. Yep. While in the she, back of the right car. Right before she delivers a baby, almost in the car. Anyway. Or on the toilet, because uh, she's toilet, bearing down. herself. It was a great story. Yeah. That ended in such a... With a great outcome. It was Birth amazing. Adventure 1. Go listen. Yeah, go listen to it. So this is... Or listen again. Listen again. Yeah. I've listened to it multiple times, and every time... I just laughed. She's a great storyteller. I'm excited for this. I'm very excited about this. So this is about Joaquin. This is her second child. Okay. So she writes, my second birth was in 2015 and I was 37. I have to tell you my backstory at the time. When I was 35, I had been widowed suddenly and it left me alone with my six-year-old daughter. Mm. I know. Sad. One area of tension in my marriage had been that my husband didn't want more than his two children, my stepdaughter in another state and our daughter together. However, I had hoped to have uh, more than one child because I had grown up as an only child for many years and had always wished for siblings. Yeah. Long story short, he went ahead and had a vasectomy (gasps) and I went through the process of mourning the loss of future children and had accepted that. Oh, Oh, wow. Wow. That's really tough when uh, you're not in tough. agreement. Yeah. My Brandon, my Brandon, my husband waited five years for me to be ready to say I'm done. Yeah. And you can go ahead and do that. Yeah. But he was done. Yeah. Like he was done way before or ready to be done way before I was done. Right. And it, yeah, yeah. that had to have been so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, people always asked when we were having more kids. And I found short answers to deflect mm. those conversations. Yeah. But it is still always stung. Uh, but it's still always stung. Yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously, when he passed away, I was a total mess. The grief was so overwhelming and heavy. And I was just surviving, but not very well. I can't imagine all of that, that sadness. Yeah. So much. Much to some people's dismay, I began dating fairly soon after he passed. I was terribly alone and in a ton of pain. Weirdly, after an intimate, uh, intimate, shocking death like that, you might suddenly have more clarity in your thoughts about what is true and valuable in life. Yeah. So when I met my new partner, Kieran, I felt I could see into his soul. My brain those days was a combo combo of enlightenment and total disaster as I waited through life. Kieran had golden light coming from his heart, and I knew he would be a good dad, no matter what direction or relationship went in the long run. So we talked about our relationship and children really early in the relationship because I was already 35. And before too long, I was expecting my second child. Oh, I'm so happy for her. I had an easy lowest pregnancy. So again, I planned to give birth at the midwifery birth center. I did hedge my bets though, in case (laughs) something went wrong. I did every other prenatal visit at my regular medical clinic so the midwives and doctors there would be familiar with me in case I ended up needing to switch to the hospital care. Oh, that was smart. It is smart. Yeah. Go to know all the people. Yeah. 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 Um, I was worried about orphaning my daughter and being in an unmarried relationship. So I got a lawyer and drew up a will, power of attorney, and advanced directives to put my mind at ease. I'll admit I was not expecting that next wow. sentence. Yeah. That pierced my heart. Yes. Um, poor Kieran. I reminded him several times where these documents were located in the house. Oh, my gosh. 
As far as pregnancy and birth, I have a belief that you have to be able to release fears and put dark thoughts aside as much as possible. Yeah. Your feeling, your feelings are shared with your baby. And I wanted to nurture joy and literally grow life and love inside me. Mm -hmm. Having those legal papers helped me to be able to relax and enjoy life and put the fear of death away in a drawer. Oh, wow. Good for you. Um, I was so excited to share with Kieran the wonder of birth. And I was hoping for a beautiful and harrowing one. Uh, like I had had 10 years ago with my daughter, Tiara. Can I just say her brain space she's is crying. an amazing yeah, place. I know, seriously. She's she's just an amazing lady. Yeah. yeah. Um, this was his first birth. So I made him watch a bunch of natural <laughs> out-of-hospital birth videos and told him how I preferred things during my first birth. Love it. Yeah. Quiet, calm, focused, and supported with people nearby. But basically managing labor on my own. Yeah, yeah you did manage labor on your own, girl. Uh, <laughs> he was like okay but i'm not getting in the tub with you that's gross <laughs> fair that's fair yeah okay he followed my lead regarding the pregnancy and upcoming birth and didn't question the out-of-hospital choice i was full term and feeling gigantic that may oh at least it was not october yes <laughs> um tiptoeing around because i felt like at any moment i would burst on the night of the 18th, my beautiful Tiara was horrified to discover that she had caught lice. Oh, oh dear. No. That is the worst. Uh, Poor thing. Okay, so the minute you say lice, I start, like, scratching. Yeah. I want to wash oh, everything. Well, it's such a hardship Oh, my gosh. People. It is. It really it is. It is so much. It's so much. But why is this in her birth story? Well, so oh. that night... She sat in front of my huge belly while I gave oh her the lice treatment and looked through her long hair, strand by strand. Wow. Um, finally, I finished, and Kieran wanted to watch a movie. But I just felt that at any moment, this baby would come, and I needed to be well-rested. Yes. So I went to bed. I couldn't listen into your body. The next morning, I stood up, and my water broke without warning or contractions. Uh-oh. I knew that after 24 hours, if the baby hadn't come, there would be talk about a hospital transfer. So I was hoping contractions would start soon. We decided to do another lice treatment for Tierra <laughs> and be extra, extra certain we killed all the critters. Yeah. So there I sat on the couch, hunched over, picking through individual hairs with just a little labor discomfort, but not enough. Oh, man. Eventually, though, I couldn't do it anymore. My neck was uncomfortable in that position, and it was so hard to focus on each strand. Oh, wow. You know these friends and family who offer to help with, uh, with anything when you are pregnant? Go ahead and call him when you were in labor and ask who wants to come over and look for lace. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no hard feelings, though. I understand. Oh, no. Nobody came over to help her. Oh, no. Well, Kieran ended up finishing the job and later ended up getting painted nails. As he entertained <laughs> Tiara and I dealt with early labor. Oh, so cute. So Kieran, Tiara, and I walked the dog. I alternated between resting in my room and walking around. I think we even went to the Bentley Mall to shop for shoes. Oh. Kieran updated the midwives, and, uh, and they told him to come get something to encourage labor. And he came home from the birth center with some kind of magic tincture to drip under my tongue. Whoa. Oh, I'm curious. Let's just call it some good old witch's brew. Yes. Actually I need some that of that was. tincture. <laughs> At one point, I went into my room, shut the curtains and door, and rested. I was still grieving my husband, and I thought he would have been super mad to know I was in a relationship and expecting a baby so soon after his death. Hmm. 
I really needed to find peace with that emotion, and I started to talk to him out loud. I feel like he was gentle with me. He gave me his blessing and forgiveness, and I sobbed alone for a while as Ugh. a sense of peace washed over me. I'm glad she was able to obtain oh, yeah. that during this time. Yeah. In retrospect, I'm sure I was entering labor land around then, because I usually don't talk to myself in spirits of love. <laughs> <laughs> but it was an important part of my labor. Yeah. That's... I don't know if it was the emotional release, which is drops under my tongue, <laughs> or normal physiology, but labor finally started to pick oh up. Oh my goodness. I bet it was a combo of all of them. Yeah. Um, by 10 p.m., I told Kieran I was time to go to the birth center. Tiara wanted to see the baby be born, and I was hoping she could witness a good birth, and it might impact her future if she ever had kids. She was just 10, though, and she fell asleep in the family room because it was so late. Oh, bless her heart. The midwives filled the tub, and the next bit is a blur. I do remember Kieran at one point telling me eagerly that actually he would get in the tub with me. Oh, cute. <laughs> I had to laugh and let him off the hook, telling him, no, that's okay, but thanks for offering. Uh, it made me smile to remember how he thought it was so gross earlier in the pregnancy, and now he was willing to jump right in. Yeah. You do those things for people you love. That was my commentary that last time. Yeah. Um, at one point, my mom popped in the door just a step or two uh, with Jeff, her wonderful recent husband in tow. I was naked in the tub, <laughs> deep in labor, and had to shoo them away. You should have seen Jeff's awkward face as I strongly told him, no way, and held him <laughs> up like a stop sign. He immediately took his two steps backwards out of the room. I'm sure happy to do so. Yes. But I was glad to know that they had come to the birth center in the waiting room for the big event. Karen gave me a glass of water. I think I'm the only one who accidentally knocked it over. Karen says it was him. Oh, oh cute. Um, we broke the glass on the floor and the midwives ended up having to sweep it up right when labor was really going strong. Later in life, at another family visit to the birth center, Karen noticed that they offered us water in an unbreakable cup. <laughs> I love this. I don't remember him doing it, but I guess he was trying to get a video of the birth. Um, but then stuff got all intense and he set his phone down. So later it was funny to see the video because it was all black and you can just hear the scuffling of the movement and birth sounds. Oh, that's really cool, actually. actually. Yeah. Oh, I bet that was fun to listen to later. I was trying not to blast the baby out because, of course, I didn't want my bottom to tear. The head had been gently emerging for a while, and I felt a fair amount of control with a slow, steady descent and stretching. Finally, one of the midwives looked at me and said, I think you should have him on the next contraction. Something about her look felt a smidge concerning. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I don't know if I imagined that twinge in her eye or not, but I sensed that she thought it would be rough on the baby to wait much longer. So I decided not to delay any longer and with the next contraction, I pushed while simultaneously pulling myself up with the sheet that hung over the tub. Super the, cool. Yeah. The head was born. You know, it's amazing what mamas can do. Yeah. You know, when they just know they need to. Or yeah. Whatever, for whatever like, reason or whatever, yeah. you know. They're like, okay, I got to do I this. I got to do this. Yeah. Right? Um, the head was born as I lifted myself out of the water. And then I started to recline back in the water. But the midwife said, no, no. Now his head is out, so you can't be in the water. Oh, yeah. I had momentarily forgotten that. So I stepped out of the tub with my baby's head out between my legs. And as soon as I was over the dry floor, I pushed his body out. Oh, Holy my gosh. Holy Francine. She's How like, did you do that? Seriously. And wait, 
I don't understand why the baby couldn't be born in the water because the head came, the out. Head came out. I see, I see, I see. Out of the water. So okay. Oh, yeah. You can't water. go back underneath. Yes, right. Yeah. Wow. You yeah. are I know. something. That girl. is serious. But the things you can do, right? Yeah. You know you got to do them. Oh, my gosh. Um, it was then that we found out he was a boy. Oh. Uh, Joaquin was born May 20 at about 1 a.m., about 16 hours after my water broke. He was nine pounds Ooh, and a beautiful healthy. boy. Which took me some time to wrap my head around because I had only ever known what it was like to have uh, have a daughter for the past 10 years. Yeah. He had golden hair and fair skin, which still surprises me years later because Kieran and I both have dark hair. Tira woke up and came in to snuggle with us and her new little brother. And we all rested in the wee hours after he was born. Mm. Joaquin and I were perfectly fine after birth and I had another safe, peaceful delivery. Turns out my instincts about Kieran were right. After Joaquin was born, he separated from the Air Force and cared for the kids for several years as I transitioned without worry into my current career. Now it is 11 years later and he remains a loving partner and father. I was so fortunate to have met him during my time of darkness and literally be given a new life. Our perfect Joaquin, who we still cherish. Beautiful. I love that. Yes. Thanks, so Francine. yeah, thank you so much. You're a special person. Yeah, you are. I just want true. you to know that. Shout out to Francine. If you don't know Francine, you should. She's a cool lady. She's a great lady. She helps me see things sometimes yeah. when I'm like down on myself. She's like, actually, you should just like look at it this way. Yeah. And it's like this new, whole new perspective yeah. that you yeah. should like. You just don't realize yeah. that there's a way to spin. Like I'm a very much a spin positive yeah. kind of gal. But she, like, really spins things very positively yeah. um, analytically, yeah, which is, right. I'm more of an emotional gal. Yeah. And anyway, I could go on. Yeah. But there's another story. We do. We have another story. Thank you for sharing, Francine. Thank you. And hopefully we get one more from yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> because we know there's three. Yeah. All right. Okay, so this is from an anonymous um, individual, and we'll... Um, Start with some background info, she yeah. says. I referred to my son as Baby Buddy. Oh, that's cute. Until we officially named him. My sister had twins about six months before Baby Buddy was born. And though there were some overlap in our experiences delivering our boy bees, <laughs> boy bees, twins are just more. Like raised to the power of two, no, not oh, doubled. No. <laughs> For several years, my sister has worked as a nurse at the hospital where we both delivered. She is a, a breastfeeding ninja among her many superpowers. We were just talking about that. Yes, we were. Literally. That is so lovely. I know. And then um, she says, from my journal and letters, I wrote February to March 2022. Oh, this is going to be great. Yeah. Tuesday, February 22. 2nd, 2022, 38 weeks. Because of continually higher blood pressure readings and some liver function concerns, I've accepted the recommendation to start the process to induce labor tomorrow. I'm scared and I know it could be very trying, but it was suggested last week and I've been trying to come to terms with it. Baby Buddy is doing well, moving and responding appropriately to contractions, but there are concerns that my blood pressure could continue to rise and cause significant complications if we wait. So today was my last day at school, and since it is conferences slash PD week, I don't know what PD professional week. development. So it's oh, like a teacher day. It's a teacher. The day. teacher knows. Mm -hmm. it's a teacher day. <laughs> uh, Friday was my last day with students. I warned them that if 
that it could be, but I didn't really believe it. It is a lot to process. My room was like a little open house toward the end of the day with cake and cookies and stories, well wishes and gifts. I felt so supported and valued, and it was a lot. It felt surreal. After making the decision to proceed with induction, I have felt frequent waves of anxiety, less this evening after lying down for a while, but I still feel like I have a lot of adrenaline zipping around in my body. Baby buddy is wiggling a lot, which is mostly calming. Mm -hmm. I'll try to focus on that. It will be a pretty intense next few days, but I'm as prepared as I will be. Ready is relative. Ooh, I like that. This, I, I know this lady and she's very, very insightful. Yes. Ready is relative. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And I'm so grateful for all the support I have. I think that it, oh. I know. Sweet. Okay, I'm going to cry. I just read Megan. I'm like, oh, she touches my life too every day. Oh, I, okay. I just brought her some cookies and a box of diapers on that day. And apparently oh. those cookies made a difference. So That's so sweet. I think that it, I think that was Megan. Three of the Mac, Macadamia <laughs> cookies went in the freezer and were so comforting in the early days of breastfeeding at home. I'm oh, so, so nice. She was also the only person oh, the to get no. us wipes. It, it pays to have friends who know. She wrote that in caps. It's so true. Yeah. Diapers, diapers and, wipes. and wipes. Like, I'm, seriously, if you don't know what to get somebody, don't yes. buy them clothes. They're going to figure that out. Get them diapers and wipes. Yeah. That's what I get everybody. Or yes. A um, nose Frida. A nose Frida. Yes. I am a, a, I'm a mess. I'm sorry about okay. the mess. You warned us. I really did. I mean, you did. Okay, so you just... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Wednesday, February 23rd, 2022, 38 and 1. I went in to have a balloon place this morning, but it was too tricky. My cervix is devastatingly competent. <laughs> <laughs> she wrote that in quotes. <laughs> Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) We left for home and had second (laughs) breakfast before going back (laughs) on our way to the hospital to start on miso. I've been here in room 215 and the connected hallway since 11 a.m. The room is nice and there is a window. Very grateful for that. It looks out on so much snow. Based on suggestions from our birth educator, I felt pressure to keep myself moving as much as possible, but it's tiring and wearing the fetal monitor makes it a bit harder, even though it's um, a nice wireless one. I don't want, sorry, I don't want my movement to compromise the readings and make extra work for the nurses. So many moms feel that way, but I just wish that they would just move and be. Don't um, think about the nurses. Yeah. I mean, unless you're a big fat jerk. But if you're a big fat jerk, then you're not thinking about the nurses anyway. This is like your <laughs> your experience, your story. We are there to serve you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've had two doses of misoprostol, 50 milligrams to quote unquote ripen my cervix, four hours apart. I'm approaching the two hour mark since the most recent dose. My midwife came in to check and it looks like conditions are still not right. Or should I say ripe oh my gosh, I love <laughs> for you. placing You're a hilarious. balloon so we oh may try God. this same that adventure. Competent <laughs> cervix. Get in the way. 
So we may try this same adventure again tomorrow, earlier in the day. Mm -hmm. I plan to go for a walk tonight and also in the morning. I miss being outside, especially now that it's warmer out. In February, it's warmer. Okay. She is an outdoors person. Okay. I love it. February does get better. It does start to get warm. Yeah. Kind of, sometimes. Like 30 below instead of 50 (laughs) below. It's fine. Uh, (laughs) I think that I'm feeling something happening, but it's not definitive. My back may be cramping for other reasons. My midwife did say that my cervix feels thinner. I'm grateful that we didn't try to put in the balloon catheter if it was, if it, um, if it is not really ready enough. It really hurts having anything Mm. in my vagina after the first attempt this morning, probably mostly because I can't relax. It looks like I'm headed home for the night to try to get some sleep. It was nice that she could keep going in and out, like, back and forth, so she wasn't, like, stuck. Stuck, yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. So this is, um, the title says, Birth, written over several days, February 26th through 28th, 2022. This is a long, long long jaunt. Yep. Around 11 a.m. on February 23rd, I was admitted to the Women's Center, and my nurses started me on oral mesoprostol to quote unquote, ripen my cervix. They had to place an IV port in my arm to start me on the induction medication, even though the meds were oral. I imagine this is in case of an adverse reaction or abnormality, quick or, or abnormally quick progress question mark. Yeah. Yeah. Or um, sometimes when you're on oral mesoprostol or any type of mesoprostol, you can have tachycystole, which Mm -hmm. is too many contractions. And one of the things that you can do to help is, Give IV fluids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I wore the wrong shirt for that. Oh, no. I didn't realize the sleeves were so tight and so long. Thumb holes are not <laughs> are normally great <laughs> until I was pretty much stuck in the shirt. Mm-hmm. Love that shirt, but I couldn't figure out how to, to relieve the pressure on the part of the arm with the IV catheter. Oh, oh bummer. Yeah, because you probably had to pull it up and how uncomfortable. Yeah. I hope you asked for some assistance. And that they took that out. And that they, they helped you. You can just decorate the pole, man. Yeah. With exactly. your clothes. Yeah, yeah, you can. Hopefully. Yeah. She did. Um, I was at the hospital on wireless monitors until after 8 p.m. I did some work and read some of Joe Piazza's How to Be Married Between Two Doses of How to Be Married <laughs> Between Two Doses of 50 milligrams miso for about four hours <laughs> apart. I was sent home for the night. I remember things feeling different in my belly that evening. I felt less movement and it felt like baby buddy was more balled up and heavier than I remembered him feeling before. I had a very hard time sleeping in bed in the recliner on the couch. And I remember calling my midwife around 1.30 AM. Things just felt unfamiliar and I couldn't call my worries about the feeling disconnected from my baby. My midwife listened, reassured me and told me she'd see me in the morning. Bless her. On Thursday, February 24th, my folks came to pick up our 22-month-old golden dogter. <laughs> dogter. D-O-G-T-E-R. I love that. I love that. <laughs> and my uh, my husband and I went to the hospital for the duration. I'm going to steal that. My yeah, doctor. I me love too. that. I have a doctor. Yes. So do you. We both have doctors. I love my doctor. I love that. Yeah. I was admitted for my scheduled induction and had another 50-milligram dose of miso by 8.30 a.m. Our room was bigger this time, and our nurse was a hoot. Oh, she had, a good time. Yes. 
She had a hot tips on everything from computer systems <laughs> to the most caffeinated black tea for your buck. And she got an IV port set in the back Aww. of my hand on the first attempt. Somehow my hand didn't get sore or bruised. She was very encouraging and kept saying, we're going to have a baby today. We didn't believe her because we were both hedgers. <laughs> Who don't let ourselves believe unlikely light, unlucky <laughs> scenarios. <laughs> also, each time my cervix was checked, it was hanging in there at the frustratingly, oh. if no longer devastatingly competent, <laughs> one centimeter at most. Oh, dear. By around 2 a.m., I had not, or I had been not sleeping and experiencing noticeable painful contractions. I had some Nubane and started coping a lot better. Nubane is an IV pain medication. Um, most of the next day, Friday, February 25th, 38 and three was similar. I was starting to feel my contractions deep in my hip joints and in my hip flexors, glutes, and lower back. My midwife was finally able to place the balloon catheter later in the morning. And we continued with miso every four hours. Mostly. I think the balloons fell out in the late afternoon when I was sitting down to pee. Oh, that's exciting. Yes. It was the first of several particular whooshing sensations I would experience in the hours to come. With a jarring bloop, <laughs> it, came, it came free from my cervix, and the, the bit that was not taped to my leg fell into the toilet. Sploosh! I love all these Me little too. bloop, splush. Great. We were told I was about five centimeters dilated mm. the next time I nurse checked. That's awesome. That's so awesome. So good. Oh my gosh. The next step was to start Pitocin. We were told that this was our opportunity for an epidural if we wanted it. I'd have a few doses of Nubine um, at the proper intervals and something to help with nausea. But I've been warned that those measures would probably have diminishing returns after a few doses. We had planned to consider an epidural, but our main hesitation was that my movement would be more restricted. And my only true reliable coping strategy for pain, nausea, and other distress is to keep my body moving through it. But the hip cramps were already mm -hmm. so rude and hard <laughs> to move through. And I knew that Pitocin would turn up the gain on the contraction experience. What a great way to kind of think about it. She's yeah. had this long process. Yeah. She understands that she has to meet it and yeah. move through it. And yeah. it's just like, how can I be most successful? Yeah. And how can I really evaluate what I need? Yeah, I love this. I She's amazing. She is amazing. So we asked for an epidural. My new day nurse, so calm and competent, and 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 an inadvertently entertaining anesthesiologist placed the epidural before starting Pitocin. For some part of the process, they laid me flat on my back. And as I'd been and as had been the case since 24 weeks, I started to feel shocky. It reminded me of my lifeguard training in college, totally textbook symptoms that I also remember having in response to our first aid lessons, but there was not enough blood for that to be caused this time. I'm always taken by surprise when I start to feel shocking. And before pregnancy, I was, I would always lose patience with my body for overreacting. So she's feeling like she's going to pass yeah. out ish, right? I think, I think so. that's what she's feeling. Ah, pregnancy, the great binger of acceptance through yeah. attrition. <laughs> Choose curiosity, I told myself. I started to realize that this is better, um, that it is better to embrace each new horizon. Surprising. Oh my gosh, you're full of all I love kinds it. of new words. Not as a fresh hell, oh. but, <laughs> but as a new depth of crazy, amazing newness mm -hmm. that I just couldn't have imagined. Oh, Indeed, there are more wonders in the female body than were dreamt 
of in my philosophy. Word. I just these women, they're so insightful. You guys, you're the best. I hoped that an epidural would help me stay more or less curious and civil in my interactions <laughs> with my care team as the Pitocin got to work. Up to that point, the pain and nausea accompanying contractions had been challenging enough to make me very grateful for the relief of the epidural. I was not prepared to feel the contractions in my glutes, hamstrings, and hip flexors, quite possibly my strongest and most eager skeletal muscles. Perhaps I shouldn't have been surprised because I felt menstrual cramps in those muscles ever since I'd started serious running training a decade earlier. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. It felt like the time stopped for a few hours while the outside light slowly faded and my husband and I revisited our list of baby names. We joked again about giving him the middle name Merv. Mervyn, <laughs> spelled M-E-R-V-Y-N, after the sheriff of Rottingham. If you know, you know. And how, <laughs> how together with one of the candidates for his first name, his initials. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> is that the M-M-L? <laughs> we didn't do that to him. We ended up giving him the same middle name as my husband and his father before oh. him. But then, pop, whoosh. Oh, man, these sound effects. My water broke. The feeling reminded me of the balloon falling into the toilet, but it was also different. I think it was around 8 p.m. on Friday. I was already conveniently propped up with a chuck pee pad under me. Oh, <laughs> chucks. <laughs> pee pad under me. So it was just a matter of chain changing it out. The shift change happened and our night nurse came back in to check on us. Alas, sometime soon after, the epidural ceased to provide relief to my left side. It was a real struggle pit for a while until the anesthesiologist was called back to see if a, the placement could be adjusted. The, the order of events is somewhat jumbled in my memory, but as the contractions grew stronger and closer together, I was feeling like a runner pushing through the last 10K of a marathon. Determination and pain, waves of doubt and nausea, moments of clarity, moments of you're doing great, you're going to finish strong, alternating with I can't do this. Lots of teeth gritting and focusing on the exhale to make it over each wave. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's tough. Yeah. You know, when you're expecting this relief and then you don't get it or you, lose or you've, it had, and it, you've had it and, and now it's it, gone. Yeah, it's really hard. You really have to, it's mental fortitude mm -hmm. at that point. Yeah. I heard a knock at the door and what to my wondering eyes should appear, but then Megan, not just any Megan, but the <laughs> Megan who also teaches at my school and had told me earlier in the week that she might see me if I was still at the hospital on Friday. I'm pretty sure she said something like, I hope I don't see you because I hope your labor goes faster than that. Yeah. I immediately felt safer and more present. Yeah. Because of COVID restrictions, we couldn't have any friends or family there beyond, beyond my husband, my chosen birth partner. So having a trusted colleague and friend who also who was also more qualified than nearly anyone else that I could have thought to invite brought a calm and relief I hadn't realized I needed. That's so sweet. I love it when she's talking about you. That's just cool. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Thank you. You're so sweet. Yeah, my Megan's sweet. I don't think... She was alone when she came into the room because I remember people all around soon after. I remember hearing my nurse say that it was time to increase the dose of Pitocin. My husband remembers me asking in a way that I was just a smidge this side of telling her to check with my, wind knife, with my midwife to see 
if maybe we could not increase the dose. The contractions already felt very close together, very little rest in between. With less recovery, each contraction felt like it was starting to, on a plateau, and then the plateau seemed to be getting higher, too. Oh, man. She what is happening? She was in complete control. Like, But in her brain, but she's in your like, brain, oh, my you gosh. You lose your mind. But she, yeah. she did. So amazing. Up to that point, my blood pressures, taken every half hour, had been elevated, but not alarming. Now, the stronger, closer contractions seemed to correspond to ever-increasing readings, to the extent that they prepared for seizure, stroke, and adventure protocols, I believe. My care team administered blood pressure medications through my IV. I don't remember the details, if I was even really aware of them at the mm -hmm. time. I was just trying to breathe through the nausea, the pain that felt like it was locking up my whole left hip and leg. Oh, you poor thing. Yeah. Later, I heard one of the nurses say that I pushed for about an hour. When I was declared complete, my left side was still experiencing the full glory of the contractions. I could feel the urge to push for the, sev for the first several minutes. If memory serves, Megan was on my left side and my husband was on my right, each holding a leg with each effort. I looped my forearms around my thighs to form the C-curve, and I tried to aim at the ceiling as our birth educator had coached. Eventually, the adjusted epidural started to work, perhaps better than desired. <laughs> oh, no. And then had to, um, and they had to watch the monitors and coach me to try to time each push since the, the rising pain was no longer there to tell me. Little baby buddy tolerated the whole process very well, except that he had low blood sugar as a side effect of the medication they had given me to manage my blood pressure. I still want to know how that works. Oh, okay. We might have to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. We should have an episode on that. On epidurals. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. My midwife kept saying we were really close, but it seemed to take several more pushes mm -hmm. before I felt another pop whoosh. Ooh. And our son was born just before midnight. They quickly placed him booty. <laughs> booty. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Booty tea? Is that how you say it? Booty tea. This is a new term. This is. She, it's spelled but 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 she put it in parentheses. Boudit. Boudit. With vernix on my chest. <laughs> on, on my chest before proceeding with clamping and cutting the umbilical cord. My husband had said that he didn't need to, but my midwife encouraged him to help the cord, so he did. How many times in your life do you get to I know. I always encourage. Yes. I think he was proud to do, to do it in the end. Mm -hmm. Then we delivered the placenta, another sort of pop whoosh sensation. <laughs> and I heard my midwife say that she was going to repair, repair the grade two tear I had sustained. As she worked, I tried to ground myself in this new world that contained me, a mother and my separate, um, separately breathing, squirming baby son. He weighed six pounds, eight ounces at birth and was 19.5 inches long. I think his head circumference was 13.5 inches. Perfect size for Yeah. Baby. He did show interest in nursing about an hour after birth. And as the vernix had mostly soaked in, um, he was alert, and we got to see his eyes open wide as he rooted around. He and I were the only unmasked people in the room. I don't know why that detail sticks out. Mm -hmm. A few other details stick out about that night. I remember watching an, a, an ICU nurse feed him some donor milk using a syringe with a tiny orange tube while he sucked on her purple-gloved finger. I hovered a few feet away. 
somehow standing only a couple of hours after my legs had been entirely numb. I think my husband must have been there spotting me. Mm -hmm. I hardly slept over the next several days, even though I was tired. I was also wired and mostly euphoric. It's amazing. It's amazing, it's amazing how that happens. Yeah. Establishing nursing was slow, but an IBCL um, C brought in a Medela Symphony pump and helped me fashion a pumping harness out of a belly sleeve mm -hmm. <laughs> to help hold the phalanges in place. I remember baby buddies frequent squealing a little <laughs> like I didn't imagine a baby <laughs> to attack to something as black green poo goo. <laughs> How tiny and scrawny he seemed. After two days, I was discharged and he was transferred to the pediatrics where we were now his guests. Given that he had lost all eight of his 6.8 ounces and he was still working on a reliable latch, his higher bilirubin was enough of a concern for the pediatrician to keep him another night. The pediatrician wanted us to supplement with formula to help his bilirubin levels and successful transition to life as a thriving land animal. <laughs> Like many moms who decide to breastfeed, I was more against giving my baby formula than makes any kind of logical sense. My sister was still at work at the hospital when we were processing this recommendation, and she swept in to save the day. She apparently ended up in the elevator with a pediatrician, and she proposed the idea to bring us some of her own milk to su supplement instead of formula. Oh, I love it. I do, too. That just, yeah, I love that. Yeah, so that's much. so amazing. Yeah. Like any good doc, the pediatrician just wanted the baby fed with appropriate baby groceries. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so there was no resistance to the plan provided. That baby buddy would get the milk soon. Mm -hmm. So at the end of her shift, my sister, aka Super Mama Goober Eats Driver, <laughs> <laughs> updated baby buddy's nurse, went home to raid her freezer for some age appropriate milk and drove back to the hospital. After sucking down 15 mLs of his auntie's milk from a syringe tube, baby buddy perked mm. up and was interested in nursing. He latched for several minutes and seemed focused and motivated to stick with it. I remember that was the first time he actually nursed. I cried tears of relief. In the next 24 hours, he nursed convincingly a few times. My husband helped syringe feed him, and I pumped after every nursing session, and we got to take baby buddy home the next evening. I took a little late night adventure to the ER for blood pressures, like 165 oh over gosh. 102 and 175 over 108, just two wow. days after going home. Oh my goodness. Um, I got to take labetalol and monitor my blood pressure at least daily for ages <laughs> after going home about two months. Wow. Mostly I mention this because I want folks to believe that delivery doesn't remove the danger of preeclampsia right away. Amen. That Seriously, is the truth of it. Like mm -hmm. that is a great teaching moment. Yeah. And they well, tell us. Yeah. <laughs> and they tell us to notice warning signs because even if the bad outcomes are less common, they can be really bad. Seizure, stroke, inability to care adequately for the new baby. Yes. Wow. I transcribe this now as baby buddy was about to turn one. I hope I will revisit parts of his birth story with him every year around his birthday. Oh, I love that. And hopefully he can this. listen to this. Yeah. Would be really cool. Yes. Wow. It was so cool. And so like just linear and yeah. what happened. What a great story. And the just little memories that she oh. remembered. Super special. Oh. And you got to be there, which was so amazing. You know, so, you know, I've been a part of 
multiple colleagues experiences outside of you know my nursing colleagues and even students and stuff and sometimes I just I go into the room and I just say hi and sometimes I feel like I'm intruding but everybody just always tell, tells me that it's just nice to have somebody you know that cares that's there. Yes. You know, and that yeah. it's not intrusive. It's really comforting. Well, and you so are a I comforting presence that. just in, in general. Oh, you're very kind. But you're just like a calm. You're a calm being from a birthing mama. I try yeah. to be in that you are. moment. Because at home sometimes I'm well, I, I'm able to, to regulate. <laughs> yes. So I'm, I'm glad. Different. It was very cool. I was very excited to be there. Yeah. Super neat. And, and I was. I was helping to hold your leg. Your yeah. You did serve you right. And these pictures of I this know. little baby. I, I saw this baby recently. This baby buddy is, is so cute. So, so cute. Even with his little jaundiceness. <laughs> I just love him. <laughs> so He's so sweet. cute. Uh, what a great birth story. Thank you guys so much episode. for sharing. And so both of these women are so insightful. But yeah, seriously. Good you brain guys are space. Really amazing people. I'm so glad to know both of you. Yeah. Thank you for taking the time to out of your day to write yeah. and share yeah. these wonderful stories with thank our so listeners. Yeah. We hope you feel enlightened. I do. I feel enlightened. Yes. Yeah. Spread love and laughter. Bye. Bye. Bye.